Tonight on Hipstarter Night, now available on iTunes. The original 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK.COM Please send your contributions to the Heart and Soul Foundation. It is tonight. Tonight on Hipstarter Night. But I'm a guest. All right. Have you ever wondered maybe when you get those really big zits, like the thick ones where you can see there's layers underneath, you ever worry that maybe when you were sleeping the night before, a spider bit you on the face? And if you pop that zit, you're just going to release a bunch of eggs and prematurely hatch a bunch of spiders that are going to pop out of your face? No? You never considered that today? Tonight, tonight, on start tonight. Tuesday, May 9th, 2017. Feels nice for a two for Tuesday morning. Two for yeah, I just cut I just cut in. Sorry, no, I, I felt the need to cut in. So you got to be a surprise guest sometimes. Sometimes you got to cut in right away. I mean, it depends. Yeah, on the day. like yesterday, I didn't uh, cut in quite early <laughs> enough, so I didn't get as much spotlight as what I should have during the fifteen minutes. And for the record. Uh, Breaking the fourth wall, Jay's only bringing that up because I just complained about it. So he feels the need right. to, you know, just just bring it out there, and we don't hide. I guess you know, no. like no, for people that uh, that work each other, we don't have anything to hide. So I mean, that's it's uh, a good thing. I'm not like uh, Jay. Have you Googled yourself? Uh, no. I googled uh, my wrestling name uh, recently, and okay. uh, I thought it was going to be the same old, like, some fucking YouTube clips that I've seen before. Uh, I did it to yeah. you, and you your, your first thing was a crossfire write-up, which is, like, the most stereotypical written by a 40-year-old white man with no journalism diploma. Just right. typ- typical hey. shit. And, like, you'd read it in the Welland Tribune kind of shit, like... I so, but that's yeah. all you had that your Facebook profile and that and then I noticed there's this this website that I'm on. It's a internet wrestling database, CageMatch.net or something. Oh. I don't like how they would call it Cage Match because I bet you like more than sixty percent of their their rosters never been in a cage match. So, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, I got this and this is updated. I want to know who the fuck wrote this really. So Zach Atticus. Uh, promotion freelancer, which is funny. Age thirty years. I'm thirty years old, apparently, which is, you know worries me. Debut two thousand four, which are being generous, gave me thirteen years on that. Trainer Derek Wild. Nicknames Wonder Boy oh. or the Hipstar, and trademark holds the Gangsta Kick or the Let Me Clear wow. My Throat. Oh fuck. That was me when I was 14, so we got, like, an updated, but yet, like, shit. And this write-up is funny. It says, in Zach Atticus's defense, he actually has a pretty decent understanding of ring psychology and isn't a terrible worker. The main problem is that, aside from minor title victories, which Cage Match doesn't deem verifiable, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he's not done much of record despite wrestling for over a decade. Though a good worker, his physique comes from being skinny and is only proven to be booked as the Squash Bowl mid-card champion at the indie wow. level. So uh, thanks for uh, writing that up. I think my ex-wife wrote I that one. Likes you. I guess you not. Know, in all the years I've done commentary over your matches, uh, I didn't realize that you used a gangster kick. Is that when you're finishing? <laughs> no, uh, like, what no is that? I, that was like when I was 14 and I thought I was going to be oh. the Mighty Z. That came out to DJ Cool's Let Me Clear My Throat. I did that once. 
against fucking Mark so, Mandrake and Tommy Mandrake. Like that was that there's was, somebody that followed your Niagara career. That's for sure. For sure, for sure. I'm thinking uh, it's either Robbie or Michael Cullen. One of those guys. I'm thinking um, most likely anybody with the internet over in Niagara. I guess you know. Yeah. Well, it also could have been Fat Less who died. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, but it's more updated. Like he thinks I'm 30 years old now, so uh, yeah. good for him. Jay, well, I'm sorry that I just wish you were on this website. I think it's a little discriminatory for you not being because you've been in the business as long as I. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know if Chris White can make the list. Why is an infamous Jay well, Moore? I don't really like being on those websites because if you're gonna lump me in with just a bunch of jabronis <laughs> and just you know put like uh your own facts and your own co- like everybody mm-hmm. wants to be a um a writer in the wrestling business it's everybody the, feels the need to you know have a job uh, where don't you don't actually even bring it back. Uh, graduate anything not a high school not a fucking yeah but everybody's got to have the facts on where they you know what a dream gotta job, have their though. thoughts on pro wrestling and their facts and illustrate them and put them out on a website yeah, yeah. when they really don't know anything about what the fuck they're talking about right? it, it yeah. bothers me i i can't stand hipster i'm, I'm sorry to take up so much time but i can't stand a fucking website journalist from the wrestling business i'm talking all the way to the higher ups i'm talking to greg oliver's dave Meltzer's. i can't yeah. stand any of those guys that's of our of our area but you know what man like the wrestling journalist is becoming so common now in the uk especially the uk who yeah. acts like their sense of humor is more sophisticated yet they watch american entertainment so i don't figure that one out but all these fucking online youtube wrestling reporters and it's 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 great it's cool to see the support but i really hate that i'm getting all these fucking reporters from guys who've never physically experienced wrestling okay and you say like oh that doesn't have to be watch the nba the nhl the nfl all those fucking former players are getting jobs now because they know the business they know how to play the sport because they've done it for years and that's why what wrestling needs to be the fact that we i turn on sports network or sports channel whatever's down the street here i don't even know they change buildings and i see a former referee but hanging on with a bunch of fucking kids that just have watched wrestling since they were young and that's their story oh i have some wrestling friends to, uh, but you don't experience I used to wonder it. about like um it used to kind of make me laugh like i know i'm gonna get a little bit heat for saying this but you always do. gordo the wizard of id used to be a writer yeah yeah and like i used to see like okay i would get these uh articles written by me and the, it Which was like right. sign okay. gordo the wizard of id and his yeah. wife took the photos yeah and then when i finally met the wizard of id you're like, like i was just you know it's like what does the wizard of id even mean exactly. like this guy's a writer what are what an absurd name for wrestling it's like the, the, yeah you remember the wizard no you're too young to remember the wizard but uh he was right. a big yeah. influence of mine yeah. and oh god god i and this is the thing the one thing about Gordo is that when he came in, he acted like he was always there. Like, I've been in wrestling, like, oh, but in another area out east for years. You, right. you might have never heard of me, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like he wasn't being honest. I feel like he was. Well, he, no, he wasn't. Uh, Precious and Trudy S. Jr. does the same thing where yeah, he, right? uh, he he claims he was a Everybody starts out out east, I can tell you that. Yeah. Anybody that hasn't made it, they've started out east somewhere. But the Homeless wizard Bob. used to come into the shows, if you remember, at the social club. Yeah. Yes, he with was. a notepad. Yeah, and uh, like he would, he would take his shit serious. He would sit ringside, and 
I would feel a little uncomfortable. Like I'm trying. Like I most understand. writers aren't going to sit there and jot notes the entire right. match. Yeah, and people will use their. You know, I mean, now, so. there's a couple key points, but like he took his shit serious. Like you don't see Very, Greg Oliver with a notepad yeah. when he's yeah. at Smash or anything, and like Wizard well, would. How's he going to remember it fucking, all? And his wife would just freely, you know. Go to the ring and start snapping photos. Like yeah. uh, no media butts. pass. No. Uh, she touched you know, a lot nothing. of young boy butts. She really liked the underage butts, and that was her thing. And she got a lot yeah. of picture of my butt when I was uh, fifteen. And I just got to say, that's kind of questionable. The fact that I have all these photos of you up in there. You know? Yeah. This is the thing, though. You say that it's unprofessional for them to be bringing a pad and jotting down notes, but how are you supposed to show you are a journalist if you don't have a pad and you're not taking notes? You know what I mean? If you are a, a, a wrestling journalist, you've done it for over 10 years, you've probably seen so much wrestling. How are you going to fucking remember everything? And if you do, there's something wrong well, with you that. you could be right. Right? You have uh, to take notes because I otherwise... like New Vision Pro Wrestling. Uh, John Edwards used to work for the uh, well-end paper out there. And he used to interview all the boys uh, to the point where he actually moved to Collingwood and booked yeah. all the boys and yeah, started yeah, his yeah. own promotion and it didn't bug me. So you got to watch these journalists. Like a little bit, they're uh, kind of like backstabbing... Um, creatures who well, just they, start up their own promotions and right? get all their yeah, information yeah, yeah. from you I'm glad you said that and yeah, give yeah. you zero credit in the end I, it makes me wonder is that why you, it makes me think that when you have something that seems like it's good for the area mm. and i'm gonna write yeah. about you i i still get kind of suspicious because i feel like you want something else out of wrestling some of the spotlight as well and that's kind of what yeah. it did what greg oliver did they wanted to be a manager or a promoter eventually and it's like well yeah. like, i mean so you mean to tell me that when i first met you your front was just a front <laughs> and you were fronting with it and i i can't trust uh, you yeah, now absolutely I just don't know. I, I feels like everybody wants a piece of the pie, and it, once everybody gets in, then there's no fans left, right? There's nobody everybody, watching. Uh, is totally 100% in business for themselves. A lot of these people don't want to pay dues. They no. don't want to learn the hard way how to get into wrestling. Yeah, man. Um, but, you know, Hipstar, there's a market for that, too, and that's why available now at one 800 gimmick the original one 800 gimmickcom we mm. have the double DVD set okay. of Hutch Henry's how to hijack a wrestling show. <laughs> um, he knows. Hodge will take you step-by-step step on a two-disc DVD uh, narrated by Hodge and hosted by Hodge on how to actually hijack an entire wrestling show. Like, if you're not in the wrestling business and you uh, can't get a spot on a show, yeah. you could take the entire show. And Hodge is a special... Uh, way of doing that that can only be uh, addressed on these two CDs, um, you know, from BCW over to the Rock Pile, over to uh, Lucha Tio, Vampiro. Watch <laughs> you through the step-by-step -step system of how to hijack somebody else's wrestling show and take the money for yourself and run. So there is a market for these things, and um, if you're interested in being a booker or promoter, this is for you. The Hutch Henry's How to Hijack a Wrestling Show. Double DVD set available one eight hundred need to gimmick the original one eight hundred need to gimmick dot com. Well, I hijacked a wrestling show. I'm sitting on the log and doing it no. I want the boys. I want to ride, but I want to promote and be a manager. I want some limelight. I want attention. I want some spotlight. Also, um, I want, I'd like to say, um, excited 
today this was uh, dropped, and exciting news that I'd like to congratulate Ronnie Gaff, who is now running his own catering system yes. service for the shows. Yes. So if you want to hi- hire him now, you can. Yeah, he'll bring in some uh, some food for you guys, and this great indie wrestling catering service. I think he can also cater for vegetarians or vegans if you're into that. Hopefully, I mean yeah. that's what the world's running like now. So hopefully you've kept up to date. Uh, you know, it's hopefully. weird because uh, Ronnie messaged me earlier today at seven six star seven six. Hey guys, love the show. I heard you were talking about me over on Sirius Satellite Radio. Are we on Sirius Satellite? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not getting money off uh, any way. Just wondering what the channel is. If you can call me or text me back at one four one six eight seven zero two zero one four. That's one four one six eight seven zero two zero one four. And let me know what channel. You were talking about me on. Yeah. Thanks, guys. That's from Ronnie Gaff. <laughs> He's got to keep track. He keeps a little uh, almanac, a little yeah. uh, library of every time that he, he made a break in the wrestling business. And um, He was a driver. Uh, he was a driver. He's got stories. He's got he some let boys. Owen Hart sleep at his house, so, I mean, that's important. That's the thing, though. A lot of the le- legends know him by name, but I can tell by their body language that, like, say, for instance, like Bruno uh, uh, or, uh, or Nikolai, right? They're they're definitely yeah. trying to turn away from him. They see him and it's like, oh, nice to see you, Ronnie. But they're kind of like out the door already, trying to you know, I'm, yeah. I'm warming up. I, I like, think I've told this story on air before probably. that uh, was supposed to be kayfabe, but it was like when Mick Foley, his best friend, kicked him out of the locker room in <laughs> yeah. Collingwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't want Ronnie around when he's I'm trying to get changed, and you know, he just I think like Mick even says out there, like you know, he apologized to the crew that. Sorry, I had to kick Ronnie out of the locker room, but I just don't feel that he belongs back yeah, here. Exactly. So, and that was from Nick, yeah. who's apparently his, his buddy, but I don't think Ronnie has buddies. I think, like, Ronnie's not understanding that Owen Hart just needed a place to sleep. Wow. You know, he's, a, you know like, Nick just needed a ride. This kid, these guys are cheap. Buddies are guys that need favors. There's a quote yeah. and a t-shirt you can get now on the website. Uh, I'm not going to plug hipstar.ca because I, I can't pay the bills and uh, that won't be up until Monday. But uh, re-imaging and re-news. And I got a whole new image that's going to be successful. And I hope you buy into it because it's going to be a great ride. Hope you are ready. Jay, I'd like to say that I hope you're healthy and you got that natural energy because... You seem like you're a little sluggish, but if you drink your water, believe in yourself, and just stick to your own morals, then you'll have a great today. Tonight on Tonight on Hipstar Tonight. You know, Zach, it's been, uh, it's been a good run, but I mean, uh, at some point, you gotta put a, you know, you gotta put a rope. From your eyes.